0: Simo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hi everyone, this is Simo. Right about now, you're probably wondering, where the fuck is episode 15 of the Thong Slappers? Sadly, for the last couple of weeks, Redmond and I have been like ships in the night. When he's working, I'm sleeping. When I'm sleeping, he's working. When he's at home, I'm away. When he's away, I'm at home. So it's made it pretty difficult to record. But hopefully, we can tide you over with this next to the 60 short story he calls Child's Play. And we promise to be back for episode 15 with a mega double episode. So stay tuned. We'll crack on with 983 Anyway, we hope you enjoy this in the meantime
1: Child's Play Written by Redman Rastus is my little mate He's my Jack Russell And an absolute nut job Last weekend, Rastus and myself were mulching the garden As I shoveled, I seen Rastus kick some dirt up from his back feet Unsure whether this was part of his ablutions or a throwdown I gave him a pat for his half-cool LSD rooster tail Then decided to school him I jumped into the mulch pile and let rip with a wicked good two-footed rooster tail complete with 2 strokes down. I looked back at my handiwork and I seen that I'd left a twin spinner rooster tail halfway up the fence and Rastus was so excited he'd done a few tail chasing donuts. Enough playin' it's back to shoveling. As I grab the first shovelful, I hear a drama on the balcony and I look up to see my wife, Queen Deborah, stumbling down the concrete like she has Slim Dusty's uncle's wobbly boot on. I drop the digging tool and rush to her aid. She is short on breath and struggling to stand. In between breaths she stammers, i oh, I seen, seen the whole thing. It becomes clear Deb is actually laughing. She points to the garden and tells me she saw Rasty and my burnout contest in its entirety. Then she loses her battle and falls on her bum again into the lawn and lets rip with belly hurting laughter. One person chuckling is laughter but one person laughing near me is an audience. I enter stage left. Encouraged by her laughter, I attempt a handstand into the mulch pile, resulting in a belly flop. I jump up and light up a big double-footed burnout, throwing soil all over the Jack Russell and all over the fence, by who, at this stage, are infected by my contagious stupidity and joining in the tomfoolery. Finally, I'm breathless, shirtless, and the show is over. Deb has managed to hysterically crawl on all falls over to the outdoor table. I find my shirt and go and join her. Her face is red and her shirt is soaked by tears. I go and fetch her a glass of water, and with her wife's intuition, she questions, Did you put salt in my water, Redmond? I reply, Perish the thought, then take the glass back in and get her a glass of fresh water. As we sit back on the balcony, I decide to school Deb in secret boys business. I start off by explaining boys often become streetcar guys long before owning one. Some may recall their first bunny hops, burnouts, skids, marlies or thrashes being in a paddock basher, mini bike, BMX or first cars. But how about your first burnout? I don't mean your first skid mark. You need to look back further than your P-plates. I explain to Queen Deborah the first burnouts most boys do are double-footed rooster tails in the dirt like the one I just showed her. The second ride of passage for a young engineless streetcar lad is a lino chirpy or a second gear chirp. I take Deb inside and skim my shoe against the tiles to create the chirpy. I provide further explanation by adding engine sounds. Then I kick off my runners and perform the hallway sock power slide to the education of my wife. The whole subject got me thinking of my pre-car days. I remember dreaming of cars while being at that age it put me onto a swing set. My local park had long chain style swings and I used to get them cranking. Then drop a left shoe into the dirt as I wailed through bottom dead centre, causing the entire rig to jump through opposite lock. Then I use my momentum to roll through lock to lock trajectory and I dreamed of four wheels. Sounds often trigger early streetcar dreams too, we all know the sound of a thong slapper being akin to a 253 Holden V8 motor, but I took it further. Before running onto the field in our local rugby league team, we often used to warm up in the sheds. 13 sets of aluminium boots, their studs all hitting the concrete, I used to call that the Pro Street 350 sound. Around this time someone showed me the baseline to Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones and they told me the firing order of a Holden Red 6 motor are the same thing to me. As a juvenile BMX rider you probably changed out your front tire to your rear and vice versa your rear tire having been caned. If you've done this to your BMX chances are you would later go on to do it to your car. Pre-pubescent streetcar dreaming still affects me. I cannot sit in front of a meat pie and a big bottle of red tomato sauce without arranging them so they look like a SAS steering wheel and an M21 shifter. Likewise I still shape my cheese singles into a Chevy badge. I cannot help it. It's a sickness. Recently I spied an overhead projector on Instagram. It took me back. Circa 1985. I was captain of our school lunchtime detention team and I ate my Vegemite and cheese badge cheese sandwich. I turned up to lunchtime detention. I seen my mate Gary Glitter already sitting in the classroom. No teacher. So I hit the lights. I do a big double foot of rooster tail in the dirt outside the door and head into the room, full noise. Glitter sees me and laughs, so I crack out a few chirpies as soon as I hit the lino. That was all I needed. I the table with my shoes chirping and cracking gears. I set myself up for a huge power slide finale. Unfortunately, things like the coefficient of traction and the like are beyond my grasp. As I attempt the power slide, I eat shit, then wipe out. I cartwheel past glitter before I faceplant. As I face plan I manage to grab hold of the most valuable asset in a 1980s public school classroom. The fucking overhead projector. I grab it on my way down. I hear it smash on the ground after it bounces off my head. At the same time, the detention teacher strolls in. He looks at the projector and looks at me. Lucky for me, Rex Roundsley was maybe the coolest semi-pro musician ever to be gifted a diploma of education. We worked out a deal. I mowed his lawn all summer and he paid for the projector. At least that's what he told me. It probably was my first ever traffic fine. The end.
0: You know, it scares me how much I can relate to that story and that of being a teenage high school fuckwit. However, in my case, it was a terrarium in science class, not a projector. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed that short story from Redmond. If you'd like to see more from the Thong Slappers, please check us out on Instagram at the Thong Slappers or flick us an email, thongslappers at optusnet.com.au. We look forward to chatting to you soon. Thanks, everyone.